Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Kane is not going to be on this team come September 30th. Back up the middle and Lorenzo Kane looks at his bench as he drives in. Arcia. And the Brewers grab a 2-1 lead in the eighth. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local, it's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea in this week. Toby in the afternoons on a weird, wacky Monday. Day after Father's Day. Day after Juneteenth. Being celebrated yesterday. Observed today. Going to be a hot one, too. Oh, my God. 94 degrees around here. Fargo, it was... It was like 98 degrees last night in Fargo at 9 p.m. No, thank you. And, and, oh, well, that weather's coming here. What do we got tonight on the Fan Doppler 5000? 6 p.m. It'll still be 90, up to 99 tomorrow. Yeah, that's why there's a big series at uh, AmFam, but I, I it's too hot for me. I, I don't want to go out there. I wonder if that will keep people away absolutely i think i feel like the crowds do you feel like the crowds have been a little lighter this year a little a little like the weekend like games weekends. there have been some where twenty-seven thousand. where normally on a saturday night you're getting at least 35 because i'm thinking day. if i go to this game this weekend i haven't bought tickets yet i'm not even worried about it 
Like I, I would normally want to be like, I got to get my tickets. I got to, you know, I just stroll up there and I might even go to the walk-up gate and save on the convenience fee. I mean, I'm, I don't know. It just seems like, but I think that's all across baseball. That game yesterday, how many, how many people were at the game yesterday were the Brewers in Cincinnati? It looked pretty, pretty empty. A lot of red seats open. Yeah, pretty open. And on Father's Day, you think, oh, Dad, let's go to a game. A lot of dads stayed home. 414-799-1250. Mike the Painter. Mike, we got we to talk. What's going on? So here's what I know. Here, hey, let me, here's what I know. Uh, I was off last Monday and Tuesday. You called in, and then on Tuesday, you were tweeting me that you were done with the show because Tim and Toby were mean. I was watching Muppet Babies with my kid. Honestly, I just put my phone back down and thought we'll talk about it later in the week, and then you didn't call all last week, so I missed you. Yeah, because, you know, I ain't even going to get into it. That's that's in water under the bridge. Okay, so everything's settled, though? Are we good? No, but it's no? good in my eyes. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Yeah, You're no, good with I'm me? I, I wasn't even here. No, yeah. You're all right. Okay. As long as the you know, douchebag uh, calls in and maybe with a sports take instead of, you know, criticizing somebody's calls. Okay, but, you're uh, still mad about Mike the Better Painter? It, it's not that. It's just, dude doesn't even have a sports take. You guys take his calls. All he does is sit there and talk smack about me. He Mike, I'd say ever, you call him with a sports take maybe 25% of the time. Bull, that's, that's bull malarkey there. I call almost all the time with sports There was take. a good stretch. I, I want to say, I want to say. I'll start off with some, some kind of thing out, outside the box because that's me. But most of the time it is about sports. Mike, the whole the month of March, at, at one point in the month of March, I think you admitted you don't have anything to say. You just call to say hi. I called to say hi one time. Okay, well, all right. But go back to the tapes there, Tim. I bet they'll tell a different tale. All right. What's up? So anyway, What's your sports take today on a, on well, a weird, I, wacky I, I, I was disturbed by what you said, and uh, that's what made me call in about your whole thing on not wanting to go up to the hottest girl and asking her out. You got to set your bar high. Guys need to set their bars high. You can't set your bar low. You set your, your bar high, and then even if you get turned down, at least you tried for that top, the pinnacle. That's what you always have to try for. You no, it's, uh... You have to. That builds up your confidence. Even if you get shot down, you still tried. You still went for the top, the All cream right. of the crop. Well, you don't want to talk about what happened last no, I week. Want to talk, I want to talk about the... The Brewers. Well, can I have but a moment I wanted, here I wanted, on my show? To, I, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to Mike, bring that up, Mike, it's scientifically proven. If you look at couples, a lot of people do end up marrying a person that's in their similar, like, score. Like, if I'm a 6, you marry a 6. If I'm an 8, you marry an 8. If I'm a 10, I marry a 10. You don't see a lot of 10 fives. Although I will say, when I see some of these girls that I thought were too good looking for me in high school, they have married some ugly dudes. Exactly. So That's I don't what know what saying. happened there. You're not an ugly guy, Bart. You had you can did let yourself go in the weight category because you're married and you have your son and you you don't have to prove anything to anybody or yourself anymore. You just do what you do. That's there's nothing wrong with that. That's just how guys are. I've, I've let myself go a little bit, but you know, 
I don't. I shed some pounds in, in now since I quit drinking soda and stuff, but you know that's just how it is. All right, but, for for being mad that this better painter never calls with a sports take, I you've yet talk to talk sports. about sports. I just think that disturbed me because you didn't set your. You said what high. motivated Everybody, to call you is how I felt in high school. Yeah, because guys, Mike, all just get feel to the take. Way. Get to that's, the take. What's your hey. sports take? <laughs> but you said it's a wacky Monday. Not this so wacky. What's your that. sports take? See, you know, if they go and send Lorenzo Kane down and designate him to an assignment, no, at he's least done. Go he's and off make the team. Move. He's off the you team. You go and bring some nobody up here. Go and make a move, Stern, and and at least be proud that you sent a guy that did something for us in 2018. You know, you got to go and make a move. You go and get a piece that's going to help us and that take that roster spot. You go and bring somebody with that nobody knows about from the farm system to, to fill the roster spot. Why couldn't you make a move and fill the roster spot? I just don't get that. Especially right now when we have this stretch against the Cardinals and the Blue Jays and these top teams when, you know, we're on a roll right now. We just swept the worst team in our division. Come on. Make so a move. You, what are you mad about? He didn't make a move. You go and send Kane down that, you know, gave his all out in the field through his Well, he's not sent down. Around. He's off. He's yeah. they cut he him. He threw his body around, you know, with reckless abandonment out there to snake balls. All right, and... so you think by because they got rid of Lorenzo Kane, they should not have done it without a corresponding big move. Yeah, I think they should have filled the roster spot with the move. And then you know, designated him because that at least would you know. I don't say, even know hey, how to respond bringing, to this. We're, we're bringing somebody in to take that spot instead of some you know guy that nobody knows about to fill well, your spot. Jo- I mean, this Jonathan Davis guy gets called up to the show. He's having a, I mean, it's the it's the best week of his life, and you're just gonna crap all over him. Well, I didn't know who he was. Well, then, a lot God of people, forbid. A lot of the other people from the calls I have heard that don't know who he is all right let me try so. to address all this thanks mike good to hear from you <laughs> yep have a great day so mike's sports take because you got to call him with a sports take mike's sports take is which we eventually got to that if the brewers are going to dfa kane the move in response has to be a big move and not just calling some guy up again i don't even know how to respond to that the, I, that's not even that's not even worth a debate. I don't. I don't even. Who cares? The they they still have time to make moves. So you can't you can't cut Lorenzo Kane unless you get Juan Soto. I mean, what? what Lorenzo Kane's done. I think, again, I think a lot of this was Lorenzo Kane wanted to be done. Lorenzo Kane wanted to be wanted to be done. The guy already contemplated not coming back. You know, this year and. And the year before that, it's not like he was, you know, he missed the COVID year. His body it took him a while to get back into shape in 2021. He's run down. He's 36. He's run down. So his tenure of service time comes. The Brewers and him have a meeting. And they decide you know, it's probably best for both that we move on. I'm not really a help for you right now, Kane says. The Brewers say, hey, it's your 10 10 years of service time, you're going to get everything that comes with that, with the vested interest and all that. And, you know, we love you, but 
We're trying to win a, a World Series. I think when Kane says it was mutual, I 100% believe that. If anything, I think that it was more Kane than the team. If anything. So Kane wanted this. So all of a sudden, where the Brewers are supposed to say, no, we're not cutting you until I can get a bigger name. That just doesn't make sense. Rami left. What are we supposed to do? Go get Mike Francesa? Dave's in Cudahy. Hey, Dave. What's up? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, I, Dave. I am so happy. I don't know why anyone is is trying to remember or honor the name of Lorenzo Kane because what have you done for me lately? It has been non-existent uh, of any type of production in a Brewers uniform. And honestly, you know, Mike's trying to say, go out and get a name. For all I care, you could have put out a bag of popcorn in center field and probably would have had the same level of production, at least from the batting side of things. Uh, I'm I'm ecstatic. This is, like, literally the best thing ever. Wow. I, uh, I went out and I got myself some more brewers, uh, like, like clothes as well. I, I got myself uh, some, some nice jerseys, and I'm ready to rock and roll with this. If anything, I'm furious because on Friday – I bought a Lorenzo Kane City Connect jersey. Not. <laughs> no, I didn't. Don't even give me that. But I hey, I did buy me some City Connect stuff. I am ready to rock that. I wonder if there's at least one person who got a Lorenzo Kane City Connect jersey on Friday. Their new jerseys that they're going to wear this weekend. And then on Saturday, they wake up to see he gets DFA'd. There's got to okay. be, be at least one. So, uh, let's see. Is there... More Lorenzo Cain jerseys or uh, Pablo Reyes jerseys? Oh man, Pablo Reyes! Yeah, he's got like a like a two ninety batting average. Let's go! Yeah, I like Pablo. I uh, give him some more play. Why isn't Mike uh, calling in, telling him we need to get more Pablo Reyes out there? I don't know. I don't know why Mike calls in at all with some of his takes, but he's entitled to them. All those sports takes that he has. Yeah, like judging me in high school, it's great. I, look, I'm sure you played sports in high school. That's like it kind of tracks, doesn't it? That's a sports take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. Yeah, think of it as like a like a heavyweight boxing fight too. Sure, exactly. Like, that you're a prize fighter. See, look, look, look. I'm I'm helping you out, Mike. Now, Mike's a better painter. Call in. Yeah. All right. Excellent. Have a good one. All right, Dave. Dave, all over the place today. This portion of the show brought to you by Wendy's. It is the what's for breakfast hour here on the fan at Wendy's. You can get the breakfast baconator combo. You can get the hot honey chicken biscuit combo. That's sweet with a kick of heat. Don't forget to order your side of Toby's, your potato wedges, and maybe get a frosty Chino. No offense, Tim. I was hoping to see Toby here today. I forgot that he was doing the afternoon show this week because he owes me two Wendy's. He does. He does. The Warriors beat the, Warriors, the Celtics by yeah. two games. We had a bet on it, so the two games is two meals. How so long are you going to give him? He owes me some Wendy's. There should be a – There should he, he should leave you a gift card for Wendy's on nah, that chair. No, 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 no. I want, I want you piping want hot the Wendy's food. in front of me. Okay. How long am I going to give him? Well, if he's doing the afternoon show this week and he's back with me Monday, I would say Monday. Okay. I would say Monday. I'll talk to him about that. We even had a chance to talk, uh, Toby and I, NBA Finals, since he uh, lost that bet to me. He'll 
Stop by around 9 o'clock. I'm Bart. That's Tim. 414-799-1250. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Kane back up the middle. Backhanded Baez. And now Yelich is going to be caught in a rundown. Kane on his way to second. Yelich trying to stay in it as long as he can. And now Yelich is safe, and now Kane is going to be safe at first. What a heads-up play by Lorenzo Kane. Unbelievable. I mean, you talk about thinking that one through. He never touched second base. He allowed Yelich to get back to second. Nobody was at first, and he just scooted back to first base. I mean, that's brilliant. I mean, how many guys are going to think that way? I mean, that is just smart, smart baseball by Lorenzo Kane. My goodness. I have never seen that. That gave me goosebumps. Man, me too. <laughs> and look at it. Impressive. Check it out. He's saying, go ahead. He sees nobody at first base. Go. And he's able to sneak back to first base. Man. Wow. 
That is so good. That is on so many levels to have the situational awareness of Lorenzo Kane. So you know what the Cubs were doing? They were running Yelich back to second, thinking there were going to be two guys at second. Right. They run him back there. Kane realizing nobody at first, and there he is at first base. And Unbelievable. Remember, the player that occupies the base is the one who is safe. So Kane. Knowing the whole time, even if he's tagged out, it's no loss at all. And right there, you see no throw. Oh, man. They just run him back. That was Chatwood, the pitcher. And he just goes back to first. Well that, done. That is going to be a highlight you will see for a long, long time. Every college and high school coach in the country should clip that one off. Now, and Anthony Rizzo wasn't there because he was covering home plate. You know Contreras kind of snuck down the line because it was a mad dash. I mean all the infielders are getting involved in that rundown. Contreras went to third Rizzo then came in and covered home plate. Nobody at first. You may remember that play from Lorenzo Kane. Some good base running from him. I just thought it'd be nice to share a Lorenzo Kane play or two since I'm a little surprised the reaction today is uh, good riddance from some of you guys. Like he signed a big contract here and he had a really good year his first year. And then 2019, he was all right. 2020 COVID and he hasn't really been the same since. But Lorenzo Kane, no longer Milwaukee Brewer. Brock tweets in, when you DFA Kane, it better mean Mark is willing to put all chips on the table to push for the World Series. How much was this Kane wanting to be done? He opted out in 2020 for family time. It appears he just wanted more of that can't blame him because the crew kept a terrible JBJ because of defense last year. So it makes me think more and more it's Kane saying it's time to call quits. That's my read on it. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. You can earn co-op credit for work experience lakeland.edu. He was up to his 10-year anniversary of becoming a big league ball player, and I don't have the specifics on it, what these guys get. But they get vested. They get they get the retirement. They get, you know, insurance and all that kind of stuff. Not that Kane hasn't made a bunch of money in his playing days, but it's a nice, you know, thank you for some of these guys that make it 10 years. You know, some of the guys that make it 10 years and they get all these perks, they've made it 10 years. They've made a lot of money. Some of these guys, you know, they, they need it. They toil around the big leagues for a little bit and they're able to stay. And so it's a reward for those guys as well. And then that, you know, that – that moment comes up and the Brewers and Kane, and I don't know who initiated the meeting, you know, because Kane said he talked with the Brewers or, you know, these guys, it's not like they don't talk to each other all the time. I'm sure that this is something that they've talked about. It wasn't just Kane saying, hey, by the way, I want to meet with you guys. Uh, I'm out. Or, or it could have been. I, I don't know. But I do think that this was more of a, of a Kane decision that he went to the Brewers. I don't, I don't think it was the Brewers like nudging him out saying, hey, uh, you know, we're going to release you, but let's let's keep you until your 10-year. I just think that at this point, it was best for both teams, both sides, to move on. And, you know, I think everybody's going to be okay with that. I think Lorenzo's okay with it. When you hear from Lorenzo, we play him a little bit throughout the morning, he just sounds like he's happy to go home. He just sounds like he's happy to, like, this week, he doesn't have to get up, go to the park, do the drills, play the game. He can just... Wake up and play with the kids. If that were the case, what you said, that it was his choice, 
then I think people would have a different view on this this morning than just saying good riddance, goodbye, thank God, he's gone, yada, 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 yada. Well, Kane's been struggling. He has. And it, he even, knows it. He said it a couple of weeks ago. You know, with without this ten year thing, if it was, you know, if it was nine years, do they do they still stick with it? If it was eleven years and he already was vested, do they get rid of him sooner? This kind of worked out where this was going to be the day if there was going to be a day. What you saw with Jackie Bradley Jr. though last year, I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr. was worse than Kane. Jackie Bradley Jr. last year was, I mean, Kane at least hit a home run last week. You know, JBJ wasn't doing any of this, but they kept him on the roster that entire time. And I thought they were going to do the same with Lorenzo Cain, where you hope for a little bit out of him, some moments yet. You've still got plenty of outfielders that you think you can give time to and you play Cain when he's needed. But if you looked at it, we had talked about this a little bit last week. I mean, there's not going to be spots where he's going to be the pinch hitter off the bench. Even as a pinch runner, he's, you know, slower. In center field, if I need a defensive replacement, I'm probably going to Taylor now instead of Kane. And so the Brewers move on from Lorenzo Kane, and they clear that up. Jonathan Davis, the outfielder, 30 years old, so you know I don't think that he's going to be a guy that's here all season. He's just kind of, hey, you know, congratulations for you. You've been hitting pretty well down there. Let's see what you got. I'll get you back up in the majors and go from there. I do wonder how, not that this single move is going to shift things big time in the trade market, but I am thinking a lot about how, how this team is going to act the rest of the season. What, what's on the line for this team? Do they look at it, as Brock says, this better mean that Mark is willing to put all chips on the table. If you don't think this is the kind of season where you can afford to have Lorenzo Cain just for S's and G's and to be a nice team, then what else are you willing to do to make sure you go ahead and try to win this year? I think where the Brewers are at, there is a little bit of a window because you do have your starting pitchers under contract for the next couple of years. We've talked about that. I think that they need to strike and try to do everything they can to win now. I wonder at what point are people off limits? You know, what what Brewers at this point would you say you're not willing to to trade away, to try to win a World Series this year. My my goal is I want them to win a World Series this year. Next year they could also win. I just look at Hader. He's got one more year of team control next year, and then he's going to be a free agent. The Brewers are not going to sign him to a $30 million deal. Then you have Burns, who's under team control another two years, and you have Woodruff another two years. Those are the kind of guys I look at. So I'm thinking as long as I have those three guys, Burns, Woody, and Hader, I've got the opportunity to win a World Series as long as I have some pieces on offense. And that that opportunity is this year, next year to me. So you got to do whatever you can to win a World Series in the next two years. If I look at guys that are off limits, you know, it's Burns, Woody Hater, obviously. I don't think there's a lot of guys that are off limits. There's not one prospect to me that's off limits. I would trade the entire farm system for Juan Soto. I would trade any of those guys, any of the, I don't, I don't want to hang on to any of these guys. Is Juan Soto a rental? I, I don't even care. I, okay. Well, we're not getting Juan Soto. I know, but I I'm know. just saying, I don't you, care. You trade the, what, the top five. It's five, We have five in the top 100 now. Yeah. You trade those five for Juan Soto. I just think there's for three there, months. There gets to be points. And you know, the last 10 years in Wisconsin sports has been, every GM said the same thing. 
multiple times. We just want knocks on the door. We just want to be involved. We just want to be there and have a say. But I do think that there's times as you construct your roster that there are times that are a little more pressing where you need to start winning now and thinking of 2022 while thinking of 2026 at the same time. I don't know how healthy that is. You even look at the Lorenzo Cain trade. Go back to when they traded Lorenzo Cain. They got rid of Cain right before his prime years. I mean, he helped the Royals win a World Series. They got rid of Jake Odorizzi, who's had a really nice career. They got rid of Escobar. And they got rid of, who was the other guy in that trade? They got, I was just talking about it. They got rid of somebody else. But then you have uh, Greinke, and he was only here for a little bit. So you traded a bunch of your prospects for a guy like Granky because you were trying to win then, 2010, 2011. You were trying to win at that point. So I think that same mentality needs to be needs to be here. After Woodruff and Burns, my assumption, and if I'm wrong on this, that'd be great, but my assumption is Josh Hader will be a brewer this year and next year, and then he will not be a brewer. Woodruff won't be a brewer after two years. And uh, Burns won't be a brewer after two years. So these guys aren't going to be brewers after two years. So what do you do then? Are you are you trying to say, let's win with these guys if we can, but then also once they're gone, we'll have Ethan Small and we'll have Ashby. And then, you know, McCutcheon will be gone and we won't have Hunter Renfro anymore probably, but we'll have Garrett Mitchell and Sal Freelich and maybe Bryce Terrain comes up, you know, to replace whoever in the infield and, and all that stuff. Are you trying to stay consistent or are you thinking what we did here was we built a team pitching alone, pitching alone, especially with how good the bullpen's been this last week. We built a team that's good enough to win right now. Are we going to go a little bit further and actually go all in, all in, or are we going to do the same kind of thing that we've been doing? And that's, we want to win we want to get into the playoffs. We're not going to make the move that's going to assure us a trip to the World Series, but we're going to make a bunch of moves that if everything goes right, I want the Brewers to kind of force the hand a little bit. But I've been saying this pretty much since I've been on the radio talking about the Brewers. I wanted to, I always say Brewers all in, all in, all in, all in. I thought they missed a window in 2018. Now, it took them a while, but they were able to come back, and now I think there's another window here because of how good Corbin Burns has become, how good Woodruff has become how good your pitching staff is, how good Josh Hader is, some of the trades you did make. I think, you know, Adamus coming here, and I like Gurrius, and there's there's pieces. There, there's pieces that can win you a championship. But this Brewers team, as it's constructed, is not going to win the World Series. They're going to th- – this Brewers team, as it's constructed, is they can get to a World Series if everything goes right. But the odds of that are, are slim. And so I think many moves do need to be made. And what I'm saying with off-limits is – Nobody in that farm system is off limits to me. I do not I do not have any attachment to any of these guys like we did with Weeks and Fielder and Hardy and Hart because we were bad then, so we cared more about that. I want the big league team to benefit at whatever move it is. I think that this window here is the next two years, and they've got to force the hand instead of trying to be good, 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 good. I think they're only I think they need going to be, to be good, 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 good. I don't see them being great. It's not the the brewer way and i put that in quotes it's very unlike them to go out there and go for it all yeah i wonder too i I just uh, 
I don't see them doing this. It's not like Mark to do that. It's not like Stearns to do that, to go rent a player for three months and put all your chip, push all your chips in. And if you fail, then you're going to be second guessed. But I'd rather have them do option one, go out for it all, put your chips in showing us that yeah hey we're we're in for this year this is this is it i don't i don't care about those players down in the minor well this year next year if i want to make a move i want to make moves that are going to benefit me this year next year i think the goal needs to be win a world series in the next two years i'm sick of the the well let's let's get a middle middle player here uh, an an average player right i want to go big right i do too and i wonder so i wonder how much the david stearns to new york well, just what is his influence right now? Yeah. Not because I think he has a lot of it. Obviously, he's the president of baseball operations. I'm not trying to start any rumors. Just. Well, no, at some point he will be the GM of the Mets. I mean, whether it's in two years or 15. Do you believe him when he says that I want to get, I want to win, a, I want to do something in Milwaukee first before? Yeah. So I, that's why, that, that's why I think that he does get a little more like aggressive. But again, Mark's got to sign off on all of this, and I don't know if he does. What does what does Anasio want? He wants he he wants when he goes to the games for the bar, the park to be full, and so the fear is well we've been giving Milwaukee a winning baseball team, and even this year what's the average attendance twenty seven twenty seven twenty eight I mean it's not full every night. They're doing good business, but it's not full every night. They'll, they'll be a little more full tonight. You've got those Craig Council tickets, although it's going to be so hot. I, I don't know why anyone would go in their right mind. I just, I'm a, but I'm somebody that sweats at 72 degrees, so you're not going to get me to sit in a baseball game. We are 15th, always. We're, we're always around that area. What's our average? Uh, we average 24,133. It's down. It's down all over the place. Usually the Dodgers average about 51. They're at 48. They have a huge stadium. Okay, so the Brewers are averaging 24 a night so far this season. Yeah. Do you think that that's any – I don't think that that is that much lower if they're bad. If the Brewers were like the Red, well, the Reds started – but if they were – what's their record, 38 and 30? If they were 30 and 38, is that attendance any different? Probably not. I really don't think so. Maybe 22? I mean, I, I really – like how many people – so far this season, and it might get different as you know the season goes on and there's more to do, but how many people so far this season have decided, you know, the Brewers are playing pretty well. I want to go watch a game. I really wish MLB announced in, in-house attendance. This is, this, these numbers just are announced skewed. Sold. It's sold, so season tickets, yada, yada, yada. What, I, what I'm saying is with the Brewers and their attendance, I don't think there's a lot of people – that make their decision to go to the game or not based on how the team is, at least up to this point in the season. Now, if you know you're going to see a team that's somewhat good, that might change season ticket sales, so that could be a part of it. But from the day-to-day operation, like I want to go to a game this weekend. I don't want to. I don't care how good they are. I just want to take my kid to a game. Or when I have friends coming to town, what do you want to do? You want to go to a game? Or if you like our doing a bus trip from somewhere. I, I think that the Brewers attendance, I don't think at this point, because I think that's the fear. What I'm saying is if they trade all these young guys away and then they go all in for two years and then everybody moves on and they get 
you know, they're bad again and they're only going to win 70 games. I think the fear is you look around the stadium and nobody is going to be there. I don't think that's the case. And I don't think it would be that drastic where if that's the hangup. Plus, how 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 long are the Bucks going to be able to live off this world championship? Forever. They sell gear all the time. Brewers live off 82. All, yeah, all, the Brewers are living off 82 when you lost. If you win a World Series, you'll be able to live off that for a long time. Okay? And people are rushing to buy the City Connect stuff. It's not even that good. It's fine. It's different. So people want it. All right? So they're, they're not going to have any problem moving merchandise or moving seats. So why don't we, instead of like looking at this as an investment, how about one of these two years we actually try to win a World Series? I was going to ask you if you wanted to go to the team store after the show today to get a jersey or a shirt. I do like the sweatshirts. Well, I like the grill logo with the baseball, and so does everybody. Yeah. They'll make shirts out of those. Well, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's what they should do. Courts and Tosa, what's up, Court? Good morning. Good morning, Father. Court. And happy Father's Day to you. Oh, you as well. Thank you, my friend. Um, five dollars and sixty-four cent beers tonight, eh? That's the rumor. And you think walk-ins aren't going to show up for that weather? You know what would be good on a 99-degree day is a $5 beer at uh, Miller Park. Right. You ain't going to get that any other day of the year. So, with heat indexed at 150, it don't matter. We walk in and we love our beer. We're going to turn up for this one. Believe that. Are you going? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. I drink, I drink bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, beer makes my tummy full. I drink bourbon, and if they had five dollars and sixty-four cent bourbons, I probably would have to be carted out of another park. Yeah, if they could make the Long Island's five bucks, I'd be there. I'd be there in a right. heartbeat. <laughs> hey, Low Kane is a class act, man. He's a what? Class act. Yeah, I think so too. I, I just think it's been a lot of people are like happy to see him gone. I mean, I know he wasn't producing, but hey, but you know, I mean, sometimes it's not all about that, you know. You know, Cameron, when he was here, what did, what did he bring? He brought experience. He brought some fun. Let's untuck our shirts after every win, because that's what my dad used to do. And he got home, and he was done with the day. Um, he brought so many other intangibles to this team. You know, you know, catching the ball, robbing home runs on opening day, shaking his head, smiling, and just. Just good vibes, you know. This team is built on that, and we're gonna miss that. I mean, I love Andrew McCutcheon, but he just don't got the same feel for this team that Low Kane had. So sad to see him go. I know why, because business is business. But I think we should have kept him around and DFA. Well, I, th- I think a lot of I think Kane. I think Kane needed to be done. Yeah, I think his body said it needed to be done. You know, even after he decided to sit out that year, you know, during the pandemic, I think that was a sign of things to come. So, yeah, look. Well, Court, enjoy your bourbon tonight. Hey, you enjoy your bourbon tonight. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs) All right, buddy. See ya.
Yeah, with Kane, I th- you know, I think the, the pandemic, uh, it changed a lot of people's, like, approach to what they want to get out of life. And I think for Kane to all of a sudden get this summer, which he thought he still had a few years left, he gets this summer with his children. And, you know, I, I think that that meant a lot to him, especially these baseball guys. You're on the road all the time. And even when you're home, I mean, you're you're very, very busy. So for him to go, and then he came back, and it took him a while to get his legs under him. That was kind of one of the storylines with him last year. And the thing about Lorenzo Cain was there were times where he would run around and be like, yeah, this guy's not that fast anymore. But then he still had that burst of speed. Like he knew exactly when he needed to be fast. And he seemed to have lost that a little bit too this year. So Lorenzo Cain says goodbye. Brewers say goodbye to Cain. They do win all three games over the weekend against the Reds. And they continue to beat up on bad teams. But this is going to be the series tonight. This is going to be the series. Look, if it wasn't 99 degrees, I think maybe people still show up. What do you? Maybe nobody. Maybe people don't like. Maybe I just look at anything 90s and I want to move to an igloo. It's what do too you, hot. <laughs> what do you think they get? Attendance, Attendance wise. wise. Do you I think they get really over 30? Hot. It's going to be really hot. But yeah, I think they get over. I think they get over 30. I think court's right. People will go. The tickets were sold. They were cheap. You These got, are the $5 tickets with council. They're the five dollar beers. You have six dollar. You have six dollar terrace level seats. Yeah, too. it's the Cardinals. You know, it's a Monday night. It's this is. We know that even though it's ninety nine tomorrow, ninety five or whatever it's going to be, these kind of days are what we like live here for six months in the winter for. These are also the first games with school out. Because the Brewers uh, haven't played at home for five months. Yeah, you really have not been playing at home a lot. We'll see. I mean, I think this is a big series. So we'll see. I'll be interested to see that for sure. 414-799-1250. Got a lot more to catch up on. The Bucks offseason is very interesting. It looks like there's a few decisions that have already been made. They've got some more to make. Some players have some to, decisions to make, too. And you've got an NBA draft in three days. Let's not forget about that. Are we taking the pick or are we packaging it somewhere else? It feels like we're packaging it, but but we'll see. We'll talk some bucks coming up as well. Toby in the 9 o'clock hour, possibly Kevin Holden. I, if he cancels. Well, so Kevin Holden of CBS 58, he was out in Boston this weekend. Yes, yes. And he was at Cape Cod, and he was going to yeah. a bunch of games. And he texted me this morning at 5.30 – because Kevin, I, you know, he used to come in here and do shows with us. His schedule, he sleeps in the morning. He's up. He <laughs> he goes to bed at like four in the morning. Yeah. Oh, trust me. I used to live across uh, the hall from him. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. All right. So he, he, four in the morning, he's up late. So we don't have him on as much in the morning because he's not awake. But when he is awake, he lets me know, and then we have him on. And he said, we land at like 8.50 if you need anything in the last hour. I said, hey, come on 9.35. That'll get you plenty of time. Flight delayed. Somebody got sick on our flight. We had to come back to the gate. <laughs> so I don't think we're going to talk to Kevin today. We'll maybe see. We talk to him 35,000 feet from the air. That yeah, maybe. Fun. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Calls on the airplane phone. It's 2022. Anything's possible. More coming up here on The Fan. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. Good morning. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. Toby on the afternoons this week. We're brought to you by Wendy's. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour here on The Fan. Get that breakfast Baconator combo, maybe the hot honey chicken biscuit combo, with a side of Toby. 
It's just potato wedges. If you say a side of Toby, they won't know what you're talking about. Not at all. Tim's tried I it. I tried. <laughs> Good for you. You tried it. And you tried the strawberry uh, frosty. Delicious. Yeah. For a limited time. Check that out. It's the Wendy's What's for Breakfast Hour here on The Fan. We're going to talk some NBA draft this week as the NBA draft is this week. It is on Thursday. So the NBA finals come and go. That's why I love the NBA. They just go right from finals right into the draft. Right into the draft, Tim. And then before you know it, it's going to be summer league. Oh, yeah. Did uh, you get your request approved, by the way? Uh, not yet. Tim uh, put in a request to host Bucks Summer League post game shows from Vegas. <laughs> I will be flying out there. Yeah, come you, July. So you'll be at the games, and then yep. you'll break it down. Uh, we'll we'll see if you might have to go podcast with that one. Okay. The draft's interesting this week. You know, I think a lot of people want to know who goes top three as always, and it's kind of a draft class where things seem to be settling in with the mocks. But any of these teams can go any different direction come Thursday night. With the Bucks, they have pick 24, and they do have the pick. And I look at some of these prospects that they could have, and as a Bucks fan, I'll just tell you, like, doing this job, I should probably know who's going to be there at 24. But as a Bucks fan, I'm kind of like, if you take somebody there, then I'll learn about them. I can't get all Packer about it and know every single linebacker that's going to be available at 29 because I don't, I don't know that we're keeping this pick. I know one guy that could possibly be there. Who's that? Patrick Baldwin Jr. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen serious considerations. Well, yeah, I mean. The Bucks possibly picking him. Does which... that mean that Bud gets fired and they hire Patrick Baldwin Sr.? <laughs> will they do that? Uh, I don't think that will happen. There's an opening on his staff. There, yeah, yeah. Comes out in L.A. Yeah. yeah. You could yeah. add PBJ Sr. To the, to the coaching staff, maybe. Makes sense, right? I, I think so. So if they do stay at 24, you know, then I think we talk about, well, how is this guy going to affect? But then also the Bucks, it just seems like they have this asset and they have some salaries that they may want to move. And do they move a salary with a pick? That's kind of what they've been doing in the John Horst era. Their first-round picks outside of Giannis since then. I mean, it's it's been a lot of, you know, Thon Makers and DJ Wilsons and Dante DiVincenzo's. You know, they haven't really hit on that. The Bucks are kind of they're kind of an older team even with, you know, Giannis just being 27 and where Drew and Chris are, but they they don't really have like you know, like with the Warriors, they have their old, they're an old team, but they also have they're also a young team somehow they're both. They've got a class of guys that are coming up because of draft picks even if they drafted later, like Jordan Poole they drafted late in that draft, but look at where he is now. You know, so you can still find guys later in the draft and then develop them. Bucks really haven't done that. So I don't know if they keep this pick. You think they might want to keep the pick since they don't have picks for a while. So in 2023, uh, they don't have that pick next year. They owe that to Houston. So they have this year's pick, but not 2023. In 2024 and 26, the Pelicans have the right to swap first because of Drew. In 2025 and 2027, those picks go to either New Orleans or Portland from the Drew trade. The Bucks actually, this is from ESPN, they're allowed to trade their 2022 first the night of the draft. So they can trade this year's pick if they want, but it is restricted in future years. 
because they owe a first-round pick in 23, 25, and 27, the earliest the Bucks can trade is 2029. You can't trade first-round picks in back-to-back years. Holy cow. So the Bucks don't. They can trade the 2022, but they cannot trade any more first-round picks until, 2029? until 2029. What? So basically, we're not drafting for a long time. No, so I, that's kind of why I yeah. think they might take a guy here. Holy but then if God. you want to move, you know, Grayson's salary, Grayson's at $9.3 million. I don't think they want to be on the books for him. Yeah, I've seen a lot of talks with that, like packaging him up with the draft pick. Yeah, I mean, Brooke Lopez even at $13 million, I think they want to keep Brooke. But uh, you need to keep Brooke. That's, that's a contract that's movable. Pat Connaughton, we'll see what happens there. This is a big week for the Bucs. They've got some things that are coming up. So Thanasis's player option was due by tomorrow. He already said, I'm I'm coming back for $1.88 million. So Thanasis is coming back. He's going to be a Buck next season. I don't think anyone's got a problem with that. Pat Connaughton's player option is due on Wednesday for $5.7. I would think he declines that and they work some sort of Three-year, $27, $28, million deal. Pat wants to stay here, so maybe he does opt in. I don't know. I don't think he will. I think they'll want to work a deal. Bobby Portis, his option is 4.6. He'll decline that by next week, and then they'll try to work out a multi-year deal if they want to keep that. Jordan Wara is also eligible to see uh, receive a qualifying offer. I don't know. I mean, Jordan Wara is a guy that – He's one of your younger guys, so do you just flip all these dudes? But he had had every opportunity so far to make an impact, and and he had not quite yet. So the draft is coming up on Thursday. It will be interesting to watch, obviously, for a lot of different reasons. Johnny Davis, Wisconsin. This guy could be a lottery pick almost for sure. Top 10, I see a lot of mocks where he's going 10. I believe that would be to Washington. Washington. So I see a lot of mocks there, and he's worked out with them, as well as a couple of other teams. I think the big, you know, question isn't who do the Bucks draft? It's do they keep the pick? And if they keep the pick, they got a hit on that pick. You know, even though this draft class might be down or whatever, you can get a guy at 24 that can be an impact player. And they might need this guy to be an impact player right away. Yeah, next year. You know, sometimes they draft these guys and it's like, well, we're not going to play you much. And how much does Bud like playing rookies to begin with? But they're going to start to need some of these guys to develop and play. So it's going to be a very interesting couple of weeks here for the Bucks. Do these other guys opt in? And Pat's really the only question. Pat can, Pat can make more than $5.7 million. I mean, he could double that, possibly. But he also just said a couple of weeks, and I take him at his word, he doesn't want to move. No. He's, he's building apartments he's building stuff and stuff on and, Brady Street. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got yeah. his... He's got his he's got his other thing going on. I think he, you know there is value to being somewhere where you're comfortable and and playing with people that you like and feeling like you're a part of an organization. So we'll see. But hey, if if he can get a little more money, Bucks need him because if Connaughton says deuces and then signs somewhere else, well then you have to keep Grayson Allen. And I, I think if the Bucks had their choice between the two guys, I, don't, I think it's a pretty clear choice. You keep Connaughton over Grayson. Man, Grayson was so good in that Bulls series, and then just the way he disappeared against the Celtics. I'm, I'm very happy that the Warriors won, a.k.a. I'm very happy that the 
Celtics lost, but man, we could be right now. Yesterday would have been could, Game Seven. Today would have been Parade Day. Today would have been. We could have gone down to the parade together. Well, yeah, Parade. The Warriors are in the parade today, so if they won in are six, they doing it'd be Parade today. They're doing it today. Okay. We could have also. This could have been Game Seven last night. We could be celebrating this morning. Instead, we're like doing a Lorenzo King tribute <laughs> show, and people are calling in and saying they never liked the guy anyway. So, yeah, it's hard not to think what might have been with the Milwaukee Bucks. Guys didn't step up, and then Middleton was hurt. It's a bummer. 414-799-1250. We've got your chance at Summerfest tickets. That starts this weekend. Three weekends, the next three weekends. Get down to the Summerfest grounds. We'll have the, you don't want to go, Tim? Not a Summerfest person. I'll go here and there, but I'm just not a big Summerfest person. You don't like the hassle I, of parking, and yeah. Well, we no, have to, no. we're, we have a Summerfest promotion, so we have to be Summerfest. Oh people. no! Yeah. I mean, we're I mean, going. We love it. I we'll mean, I do like Summerfest. I like the yeah. idea. I just I'm not a big music person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the one guy that doesn't like music, Tim Shea. More coming up. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com.